Hey, tea sippers. We're back with another week of Get the Tea on Life with Tea. I'm your host, your girl, Tea. And this week's topic is personality compatibility. Yes, we're going to get into all those lovely personality traits and see which one adds up with the other. Uh, This way, it's great for picking out friends, relationships, and just knowing how to handle people when they don't mesh well with your personality and the professional field. Now, when my husband and I went to couples counseling, we were lucky enough to run across this personality test. So every couple in the room had to basically go through a series of tests. And at the end of the test, you will find out if you are a lion a otter, a retriever, or a beaver. And so, of course, I was the lion. So we're going to start with that. And um, then I'll work down the other animals just so you can kind of know your trait and understand where you fit. You know, as adults, we know what our personalities are, like our pits, you know, our downfalls, and the peaks, you know, our strengths. So as a lion, my strength would be, I am a visionary, I'm practical, productive, strong-willed, independent, of course, and I'm very decisive, and I'm a leader. But the weaknesses of that would be that I can be cold, domineering, unemotional, self-sufficient, unforgiving, sarcastic, and cruel. You guys, that is all me. I'm definitely a lion. I embrace it. I'm unapologetic about that. But just as much as I embrace, I know how that can be hard to deal with for others. So if someone is, you know, unable or unwilling to be able to deal with those personality traits, Chances are we wouldn't we wouldn't mesh, and you definitely can't be in a relationship where you're constantly like breaking someone down, and they're like like you kind of feel like you're bullying them. So as a lion, you have to. Yes, I would think you would want to get someone that's a little bit more submissive, or someone that's a little bit more understanding and kind can bend because you can't. So you need someone that's going to balance that out or else it's like two lions and they're constantly trying to fight over the jungle and you can't have that. But you want to be very sure that you're not overtaking someone's power and just trying to make slaves. That's not what I'm trying to do. And that's never what I want to do. But being a lion, you can do that and you just want to be very aware. So If you're someone who's like mouth, you know, very sensitive, you want to be careful for those lions and make sure that you're strong enough to get in a relationship with them because they can eat you alive, but they're very strong and they're very, very good people to get behind. If you need, you know, a leader, if you want someone who is going to have a dream make it happen. You know, not just dream. They're going to make that happen. So you want to get on the winning team, which is a lion, but be very careful that you're not being stepped over. Next is the otter. The strengths of an otter is they're outgoing, responsive, warm, friendly, talkative, enthusiastic, and compassionate. Their weaknesses, they're undisciplined, unproductive, 
They exaggerate, egocentric and unstable. Now, in my lifetime, I feel like lions attract otters and I have definitely dated a lot of otters. And um, so for me, where it's like a no is the exaggeration and the unstableness. I can deal with everything else than being undisciplined because I can get you disciplined. Uh, Not productive because I'm extremely productive. So I'm nothing can stop me. I'm always going to be very productive and I can help you get there too. But that unstableness, no, like no, 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 no. And exaggeration, I can't. So um, basically an otter, your strength and, you know, be happy is you're a very outgoing person, uh, very responsive to people, very warm and friendly. So, you know, thank you otters out there that just make it easy to talk to, uh, very compassionate people, probably are people that's going to be dealing with customer service and just like the health field, you know, should be, but mm, there's a lot of lines in the health field, but basically people that are going to uplift Unfortunately, things can go sideways with you guys. Next, we have the retriever, the golden retriever. The strengths are calm, easygoing, dependable, quiet, objective, diplomatic, humorous. Weaknesses, selfish, stingy, procrastinator, unmotivated, indecisive, fearful, and a worrier. Let's talk about these strengths. So me being a lion, I feel like a golden retriever would have been a perfect mate for me because the fact that they could stay calm while I'm everlasting turning up, that is like, that is honestly the best thing for any situation when you have tornado to nail rolling around. The fact that they're very easygoing and dependable. Oh my God, perfect mate. Like dependable, what? That is my love language. That is security for me all the way. Um, objective, I love someone who can kind of, you know, see different viewpoints and just very objective, like not closed-minded, just like, you know, could look at the picture and just see every point. I love it. I love that. Like just... Go ahead, know what you're talking about, you know, understand folk. I love it. Diplomatic. Eh. Hmm. Humorous. I love humor. You know, I love humor. Not when it's just like 24-7, but I love a humorous person, someone that can make me laugh. So golden retrievers right down my alley. Now, the weaknesses for you guys are, though, that selfishness. I can relate, uh, you know, uh, that's not a deal breaker for me. Um, being stingy, being a procrastinator, unmo- unmotivated, indecisive. See, that's the part that's going to get me, that indecisiveness. You're going to need to pick, you know, what you what you want to do. I mean, I can help you out, but I just don't want to be bothered with just that indecisive. Yes, no, maybe. So like, no, no, no. Because I'm very decisive to a point. So that indecisive is where I will probably be at your throat, you know. But other than that, you know, being fearful is life. You know, um, it happens. But you guys definitely are fearful. 
and you worry a lot. So you might want to work on that as far as a trait when, you know, and on just living life, you know, also, you know, you can't be indecisive, a fearful and a worrier. Like that's, that's like a, a downfall. That's a pit um, for your personality because you're just such a great, easygoing person that you don't want to take yourself out the game, just worrying all the time and being so fearful and indecisive. So retrievers, you just have to work on that. Beavers. Last but not least, we have the beavers. Their strengths are that they're very analytical, self-disciplined, industrious, organized, aesthetic, and sacrificing. Weaknesses are they're moody, self-centered, touchy, negative, unsociable, critical, and revengeful. So if anybody wants to know my husband is a mix between a beaver and I would say an otter. So what happens with a beaver is the best part to you is that you are self-disciplined, self-motivated. You're that self-sorter. So you're probably someone who is like an entrepreneur at, or at work, your boss doesn't have to worry about you because you got your work done. You're all you're all together. You have all your facts. You're analytical. You could look at something and you just you just have everything down packed when it comes to, you know, numbers, when it comes to your projects. You just you're just on point. You know, you're a great worker. You know, everyone's raving about you. Everybody wants you on their team because they know you're gonna get your work done, right? extremely organized. You know, there's not nothing out of place. You you just cannot, first of all, you can't stand for anything to be out of place. That's my, you know, my husband, he has things that he has worked out that he has organized and he cannot let that fall by the wayside. Very, um, as a beaver, very sacrificing. Um, you, you know, you'll sacrifice everything. Most likely it's for your job. You know, most likely it's for their work. Most likely it's for, um, even if they're not happy, maybe in a relationship, they're those people that will stick with it because they feel like, you know, everything looks good on paper, everything, you know, everything else is right now. So what? They're not madly happy but it just makes sense to stay, you know? So they're very sacrificing. Now weaknesses, that moodiness, like don't nobody have time for that. You know, women, we're already moody by nature with our hormones and that monthly. Don't nobody need no moody, moody beaver. Then add on the self-centeredness and just being touchy. Like you can't say nothing. It's like, uh, you know, they want to jump down your throat. So you have to be careful with these beavers unsociable. Now, see, that's where my husband breaks that mold. He is very sociable. He is, um, he's a very positive person. So those things, as far as being unsociable and negative, um, not him. Revengeful, eh, I've never seen that, but, you know, maybe it's too early. No, I'm joking. Uh, so beavers, you want to look out for just your spiteful revengefulness, your moody behavior, and the fact that you can be negative and unsociable. Nobody wants a Debbie Downer. So you beavers, it's great to be very disciplined. It's great to be a hard worker, but you want to enjoy life too. 
So you guys, I have went over all the personalities, well, the four that I've learned. And honestly, in the room, we were very able to pick out who we were very quickly, even though we went through the test. You just knew like some of the things it's just like, oh, I'm a lion. Oh, I'm a beaver. Oh, I'm a retriever. I'm an otter. So listening to this, I hope you realize your personality and you can work on what your weaknesses are and um, you can just grasp and hold on to your strengths. Uh, we appreciate all personalities and um, definitely try to find someone who balances you out. That's it for this week. Um, as far as the topic goes, stay tuned for On the Health Tip. Tea sippers, I do want to let you know before I go that summer is approaching. So I will be taking the summer off to do things with the kitties, you know, travel, take them out, you know, school. This has been a rough, long year for homeschooling. So we're going to have a little bit of fun. This is my break. And um, it starts in the first week of June. You won't hear me on Fridays until the first week of September. So if you're new at listening, just tune in. Just listen to all the episodes that you missed. And um, my T-Sippers that have been with me from the beginning, don't worry. I'll be back for season two in September. So summer break starts for me the first week of June. Keep it locked in for On The Health Tip next. This week on a health tip, we're going to be discussing bipolar disorder. Now, bipolar disorder is usually diagnosed in someone's 20s. Uh, it's rare that they'll find out that you're bipolar earlier than that. But, you know, things are changing. People are changing. People are evolving. Uh, so it might be earlier than that. They can kind of grasp and see if you're going to be bipolar a little sooner, if you check up, check off all the boxes on the DSM-5. But for now, right now, usually in your 20s, women usually suffer more than men. But uh, late or early 20s to 30s, diagnosis would happen. A psychiatrist would diagnose you. The symptoms for bipolar depression can either be a manic state or depressive state. When we discuss a manic episode, that is high energy, reduced need for sleep, and loss of touch with reality. So this is someone you may notice who is just like on one all the time. You haven't seen them take any cocaine. You haven't seen them do any uppers. And you're like, how are they not sleeping and they're still going. That's not necessarily a great thing. That's usually a warning sign. Get them some help. Have them see someone. They're not sleeping. You know, we need sleep, you know, so sooner or later they're going to crash. And that's when we're going to get into the depressive state. Also with the manic state, you're going to lose touch with reality. So you could be having conversation with people and it just doesn't make sense. So listen to your friends, listen to what they're actually saying to you. And um, if you, if it sounds a little crazy, you need to let them know, listen, I think you need to see someone. If your child is changing in their twenties and you just noticing, like you can't have a real conversation that has any depth 
or like meaning to it. They're losing sleep. They're just walking around. They're not eating. They're dropping pounds. Like, and it's just like a constant thing. Like they go days, weeks doing this. Uh, you might want to go ahead and tell them they need to get checked. Depressive episodes. This is low energy, low motivation, loss of interest in daily activities. These mood swings can last days to months. So when you have a person that's going through a depressive episode, they're now down. They're now, the shades are drawn. They can't get out of bed. They don't want to go to work. They don't want to do anything. If they was in love last week, they sure not this week because it's just not interesting to them. They have no interest in their daily activities. And that could be just washing, brushing your teeth, eating, just nothing. Also, you can have suicidal thoughts with depression, that depressive episode. So that's very important. If you know someone who does have bipolar disorder and they're not in their manic episode anymore and they move to depressive, you want to just watch out for their thoughts. You want to just constantly try to talk to them. It's going to be hard because they really don't want to talk to you. They really don't have the energy to talk to you. They just went through that manic episode. They just went through going on a high for weeks, for days, you know, just talking all the time. And now they're just like, their body is like ran down. Their neurological system is just, you know, depleted. And they're just, you know, they can't explain this depressive state. They can't explain that manic energy they get. So you just want to be there for them and always, always, always with bipolar disorder, guide them to a psychiatrist. You know, these are adults mostly, so you can't force them to do anything, but you want to make sure they're getting the help they need. And with bipolar disorder, lithium is the best option for medication. However, however, a lot of people don't want to take that because it does cause weight gain. It does um, cause people to maybe, you know, have a breakout acne. Maybe it doesn't agree with your skin. And the biggest one for adults, what do we like doing? Having sex. And unfortunately, on lithium, sometimes people describe it as feeling empty, like it numbs you. And so they they don't have that feeling. They can't get romantic. They can't get intimate in that way. They can't um, have sex. They don't have a, a sex drive. So that's why a lot of people don't take meds. And then they start to self-medicate. They start to do uppers. They start, they do cocaine, they do whatever they can do to have them feel again, um, you know. Also, when they're in their manic state, they're doing anything because they're just, you know, for a better word, they're just wilding out. You know, they're doing anything, they're drinking, they're promiscuous. So you just want to make sure that the person is getting on the medication that they need. If it's not lithium, it is, you know, and with lithium, it needs to be checked. It needs to be checked. You need to be seeing a doctor. Your blood levels need to be checked. And if they're not giving you lithium, then you want to make sure that it's handling all your side effects um, from bipolar or your symptoms. That is it for the health tip. If there's anyone suffering from bipolar disorder or you think you might have it, I hope these uh, warning signs have helped you. Um, for my warriors that have bipolar disorder, you know, 
keep going strong. I know it's a struggle every day, you know, to stay on your meds, but please, 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 I encourage you to do so or find something that suits you. That's it for the health tip. This is my music world. This week, we're going to be discussing DJ Khaled. He's back with another one. And um, the reason why I'm spotlighting DJ Khaled on my music world this week is because I just appreciate the fact that he gets all of our faves on one album and he really makes hits. Like He definitely keeps the hot summers going. It's always around summertime. You could count on him to just get another hit out. From our favorite pop stars, our favorite hip hop artists, our favorite R&B artists. And he throws them together and he mixes them in the pot and it just comes out like magic. So DJ Khaled, thank you for another hot summer and we appreciate you. Well, I know I do. Keep it coming. You know, keep producing. Thank you so much for what you're doing for the music culture. And I will stay locked in. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm about to go play your album now. This week on the Foodie for Life segment, I'm going to be discussing my all-time favorite from when I was young till now, Oxtail. Now, whoever doesn't know about Oxtails, first of all, Jamaicans do it right. Now, I eat all types of different oxtails from different cultures. But when I tell you Jamaican oxtails are my favorite. And then everybody comes in second. Everybody else comes in second place. But it's just oxtails are amazing. So if you're interested in splurging a little tonight at the grocery store and making something in your crock pot, I would suggest oxtail. Go ahead and look up a recipe but if you don't feel like cooking, go on down to a Jamaican restaurant and order some oxtails. They're pricey, but worth every bit of the money. Now, I know a lot of you vegans, a lot of you non-meat eaters, a lot of you people that eat meat once a month, they want to know if they haven't tried oxtail. Well, what is oxtail? In the old days, oxtail used to come from oxen, but now... Basically, it's just a tail of beef cattle or veal. Now, I didn't realize that they make it from veal too. That's that's news to me. But let me tell you, that little piece of meat is expensive, but it is so good when it's seasoned right and cooked down right. Um, so if you never try oxtail, my advice to you would be to go to a Jamaican, a Jamaican restaurant first and try it. Then you can go ahead and try Dominican spot because they do a good too. Um, and then anyone else who, you know, definitely makes it. But I'm telling you now, if you never had Jamaican oxtail, go get you some. All right. This has been a great episode. Thank you, tea sippers, for being my constant. Thanks for stopping by. I will see you next week on Get the Tea on Life with Tea.